They're here to chew gum and talk shit. And they use their last piece of gum on the bus. This is the Miss and Miss Podcast. How you doing, ma'am? Fritz Waters. And I'm Ellen Fritz Waters, and this is an advice podcast where things make it real. Too real. Alright, so last time I was on my own, but Bevan had been all by herself. <laughs> I was uh I was on my own, but Bevan had been to uh India, so I guess that's a lot to talk about when I ask you how are you? Well, I went to India, and then I've been sick from... Oh, I also went to a Bollywood club, like, pretty recently, related. Um, I don't know. I mean, India, I saw stuff. I hate, like, when people are like, oh my god, it was so amazing, and it changed my life. I mean, like, I guess it was so amazing. It was so amazing, it changed my life. I kind of want to move to Mumbai, but also, like, I understand the layers of problematic of like being a white person wanting to move to Mumbai and doing like philanthropic work so it's a process um but um I mean it was what was interesting was like how similar like other people in the group had like actually quite a few people like grew up in Seattle like and so um they were like, oh my gosh, this is so weird. Like, everything's so different. But, like, basically they were dealing with the same stuff in, as in Des Moines. Like, people's families were moving away, so, like, they had a Jewish, like, senior home type thing uh, to take care of the, you know, seniors who really couldn't move to... Like, for example, one lady there, her, like, her whole family is in Canada, and they all like her and stuff like that, but she's like, I'm too old to like fly from India to Canada. Fair. Like that's I mean, that's fair. Which like, that's I don't a choice think she's you gotta in that make. Bad of shape. Like yeah, I mean, but I'm not a doctor, she's... but like that's what she wants. That's the choice she's made. I mean she's like but she was also like the happiest person there. Like <laughs> like but like fair because like her family like is on the other side of the world and calls her every day and stuff like that. And like these other people, like, have family, like, in India, at least, and, like, pro- probably not in Mumbai itself, but, like, in India, and they just, like, their families don't talk to them or whatever. Oof. Oof. Uh, I mean, if you go to, if you go to any senior home, like, you're gonna find stories like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that. It's and then, just like, still, oof. And then they were like, oh, wow, there's, like, not that many people in this place. It's because, like, people's families, like, take care of the elderly. And they were like, like, everybody was talking about, they're like, oh, like, people don't take care of the elderly or whatever in the U.S. or, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, 
I would, I was like, I don't know if that's exactly, like, accurate, or if that's, like, what Seattle is like, you know what I mean? Like, not, not specifically Seattle, but, like, that type of, like, like, I think it's a problem that is unique to people who are, like, in between, like, working class and, like, there's 30 people living in a house together kind of yeah. situation. Yep. Like, like rural, like, someone who doesn't fall in that, like, rural working class where you can get a, like, farmhouse for cheap and have, like, a lot of people legally and safely living in one big house kind mm-hmm. of thing. Or, or like, people who have a distrust of the system, so they're, like as much as they can, making sure that kids don't go into foster care and older people don't go into, like, senior homes and stuff like that. And, because I was, like... Like, when I was working in Iowa with, like, seniors that had disabilities, it was either people with, like, such profound disabilities that, like, the people, like, they really needed to be in a nursing home or really needed to have, like, 24-7 care and, like, your family just can't really do that. Yeah. Um, or it was, like, everybody they know died. Like, <laughs> like... Yeah. Like, literally. So, it was just, like... I mean, that was the thing that, like, kind of touched me and dealt... led to other decisions that I'm not going to announce on the podcast yet. Um, but, like, you know, like, there seems to be, like, a lack of trying to, like, form strong relationships, like, that was very apparent, like, when I, I mean, I went to Mumbai for literally a week, and then these people are following up with me more than people I've talked to in Seattle for, like, you know what I mean? Like, a year, it's like, I literally just went, I was a visitor, like, literally a tourist. Yeah. They, these people had no reason to, like, oh, these want to like... make... These are the people in India. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, not the other people on the trip with yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. It was, like, people... Like, the some guy that was paid to do security, like, talked to me the whole week and, like, is still talking to me. And, like, the tour guide for our trip still checks in with me more than, like, people that I've gone to stuff with. <laughs> and, yeah. like, one... Like two times a month or three times a month. Yeah, it's just for the. <laughs> it's just. Uh, I mean, it's different. Like, I mean. I mean, it's. I think it's a definitely that group of people was more extroverted than I would say most people are here. But also, I feel like that's not just a personality thing. Like that's also like a culture that has been cult. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that is like purposeful decisions in how people like raise their kids and how people. Which, again, I don't think is unique. Like, I'm not going to say that that's unique to Indian culture or anything. I think it's a... Because I think, like, in the like in Iowa and stuff, we had... Like, so it's, like, some of the same things. So it's, like, people are really nice. They pretend lesbians don't exist. They have problems with, like, LGBTQ stuff. Like... But they won't say it. Right. Like... <laughs> well, I don't think... I don't think, like... There, I think it's more of a, like, oh, that type of way doesn't exist in, like, this country or whatever, just because so many people, even, like, even Jewish people there get, like, arranged marriages, so even, like... What? Ugh. It's not... I don't think it's that... Like, I think if you actually know the process, I don't think it's... I know. I I want... I don't... Okay, but also you're, like, very different. Like, I think the only time it works out, like, where it doesn't work out is, like, if you're very different 
than your parents, which I think is an anomaly that both of us have. Like, I don't think... Like, if you really <laughs> look, I think... And honestly, like, the only reason my parents, like, would... Like, it wouldn't work out for them to arrange a marriage for me is, like, they are, like, not in any of the community. Like, when you're talking about, like, the big things, like, they disagree. Like, my parents disagree with me about money. My parents disagree with me about religion. My parents disagree with me about politics, like, and values and stuff like that. Like, so it's not, which I think we just, like, both know that. So, like, that wouldn't work out for me to do that. But I think, it like, because it's, like, so, like, a parent, like, of a boy talks to a parent of a girl that are, like, what, it, like, each, basically each religion within India has, like, a decision of, like, what's the right age to mm-hmm. be doing this because there was somebody there that's, like, 26 or 27 and they were, like, that's too young to get married and, like, this other kid was, like... So wait, the India people in India were like that's too young to get married. Well, that's too young to do the arranged marriage. Was like that was the Jewish people, and wow. it's like newer. That's yeah. And then on the other hand, that's what I'm saying. Like on the other hand, there's like people who I like. It depends on like where you're at, because yeah. I think like talking to people that live in Mumbai was different than like talking to my friends that like live in other states and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. like. Um, that's, like, Mumbai is, like, the hub airport for India or whatever. Yep. So, like, they have a lot of stuff set up where, like, they're influenced by other, like, by other cultures a lot more than I would say some other places are. Um, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say it was people that I know that are from India, like, are all saying, like, oh, Mumbai's a cosmopolitan city. Like, everybody, literally, <laughs> like, every Indian who was like, oh... I went to Mumbai. They're like, oh, Mumbai's a cosmopolitan city. And, like, if you went to Delhi, that would be different. And Which yeah. doesn't make sense to me because, like, Delhi's the capital. You would think a capital of a country would be the... <laughs> no. But I guess it's like, like, D.C. isn't really cosmopolitan, but, like, New York is. So... And, yeah. The cosmopolitan like, centers aren't our national capital. But, I mean, like, state capitals tend to be more... A little more. Olympia is an actual socialist hellhole, as opposed to, like, people saying Seattle is. Seattle's not a socialist hellhole. Seattle's just full of ideas that don't work. Seattle's (laughs) full of people... the, The Puget Sound area is full of people who are very trendy. They look at what's trending on Twitter and Facebook and follow that. So right now that happens to be pro LGBT stuff and Moscow mules and brunch and avocado toast. Is, so, are Moscow mules really that popular? Oh my god. The Bollywood party that I went to, literally every dude had a Moscow mule. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. But I mean, to, be fair, to be fair, I, there was like one white dude, so it might just all be like it could potentially be all immigrants. Like, and honestly, that white dude could have been an immigrant too. So they're like, oh, this is the American thing to do. Yeah. I saw it on Facebook. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm not like a Moscow Mule is not a bad drink. I just no, but I'm gonna drink just... like the like they had like uh, <laughs> but, Indian. Damn. I mean, like. It was Americans making the drinks, so, like, I wouldn't say... I'm not going to be like, it was authentically like this, but they had, like, like different things that were, like, the Indian, like, say that Long was... Island iced tea. You know what I mean? Like, the, yeah. the mixed drinks and cocktails or whatever that are, like, 
Like, uh, if I'm at a Bollywood party, like, first of all, if I'm at a party, I'm gonna get whatever the cocktail special is, like, unless it's, like, 20 Awful. bucks. No, but it's like, okay, when I went bowling, I yeah. got the the house cocktail or whatever. Oh, I, yeah, I you can tell, like, usually I they have one that when that's they're like, like, this is fucking, uh... But they have some, you know, they fireball usually... Fireball shit. Fuck yeah. you. So, nope. <laughs> but, like, they usually, like, when you look through the drinks, there's, like, their version of a Moscow mule. Yeah. Then, like, some kind of... Which I like Moscow mules. I'm not shitting on it. It's just, like... I'm shitting on the trend. How, like, it's, it's so stupidly thing. trendy. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, people just like... Like, avocado toast. I'm sure avocado toast is great. I refuse to have it because it's so, just a trendy thing. I will not be one of the numbers. <laughs> yeah, I don't but, know. Yeah, no, I mean it makes it makes makes sense. Yeah, um, uh, that was that was some of the that's some of the cool stuff about working in academia is like I there are a lot of uh, visiting scientists and stuff from different countries. Mm-hmm. And while I, when you work in academia and so you get to experience honestly, a lot of times, but though like you doing programming anywhere that you would be running into like, yeah. You're but doing it's, science it's, anywhere. You're going to run into a lot of worldwide it, collaboration. Yeah. So it's well, it's more science in general than necessarily the academia environment. But like, you have like a lab party, and it's like the Chinese people are making their favorite dishes from China. So you're just like, this is fuck awesome, and shit like that. It's a pretty cool experience. Yeah. And you don't have to necessarily travel to get it. Sometimes, I mean, yes, you do have to work in science or in academia like that to get it which it's a different type of uh privilege but <laughs> yeah and i had a lot of feelings about bendies about what bendies first of all i thought bendies were supposed to were just for people who are married and that's not true they put like you put um the same stuff though like on your hairline when you're getting married oh um so it's a everybody thing however one night they just kind of like threw little stickers that are that were bendies like as an acceptable bendy but it was just like little stickers that they threw on the table like it didn't really like go this is a bendy you know it wasn't like yeah. it was presented to us like oh. you know which, yeah, yeah. like i don't think that they had to or whatever they just put them on the table and then people like i just picked them up and looked at them saw what they were set them back down and then everybody like well not everybody all the girls let me be real the some of the guys didn't want to because of the points that i brought up and they were like going through the girls first and then um like asking the guys and some guys didn't want to put a glittery sticker on their forehead which i mean live your best life like i don't like glitter Well, it wasn't like it wasn't like that bag where it shed sink. Oh, by the way, I gave that bag away. Like that was the first thing that I gave away was that like hell bag, and I was like, <laughs> that oh. shed gl- that sheds glitter everywhere, they were like, they were everywhere. Like, okay. even your dog had glitter on her. Yeah. Okay. One, <laughs> it sheds glitter everywhere. Two, it's kind of a small bag for like like what it is like it's a smaller weekender tote kind of thing and so like it's too big to be a purse and it's too small to like be 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 decent luggage yeah it'd be like decent luggage and the zipper's broken oh i didn't know that part yeah so like also if i'm trying to take anything in seattle like 75 percent of the year it's shit because the zipper's broken yeah the little pull came off. That's why when I decided, because you retied it in Iowa. Yeah. And then it, like, then the ring oh. broke, oh. too. Like, that was, like, <laughs> holding the zipper. Yeah. Okay. Um, Which is fine. I mean, that's fair. And <laughs> then, 
this girl was, like, so excited to get it, and I was like, okay, well, I mean, this just really proves that, like, one man's trash is another man's treasure, because I was, like, legitimately gonna just throw this away, but I was like, I'm taking stuff to, um, <laughs> to give away, so, like, let me see if I can get this bag away, so, and also, I'm sorry, someone gave your bag away. What? Uh, I thought you said it was in a locked spot. Yeah, that other staff can get to, so, oh. like... That was my bag from Australia, though. That you've used two times in five years. I still wanted it. Okay. Well, I, I'm sorry, but I can't get it back for you. I mm. looked around and tried. That's annoying. It, yes, that is annoying. I, but I can't fix it. <laughs> right. Should we move on to questions? Yes. Because we have some questions again from our friend... Questions seven, the questioning. We, uh... Wait, did we do number six? Mmm, yeah. Oh. We've done all the questions up to this point. We've sat on these questions for a little bit now. Because oh, we nice. missed weeks and stuff. Are these about graduation? That'd be really funny because... Mm, no. He's already graduated now. No. Okay. Um, well, one's about finding jobs, but... Mm. Oh, well, he has not found a job yet. Yeah, yeah. So... <coughs> Sorry, um, let's see, first question here. I am currently applying for jobs. There are many jobs in my field on the East Coast and back in the Midwest where I'm from. However, I'm not sure I want to leave the West Coast as I love it here. Should I move to the East Coast if that is where the jobs are at? Question mark. Okay, well, I don't know if I'm the best at giving advice because I really want to leave Seattle, so. But, I mean, go where the, I feel like, go where the jobs are because... Like, well, I mean, if you have time and you have a job that you like a job not in your field that can sustain you while you're here, apply for some jobs here if they're available, if they exist and see if you can get something before you start looking further abroad. But don't. Which is what he's doing. But yeah, I mean, that if that's what he's doing, there's then I would I would apply to any place that has a job in your field. And then when the dust settles from that, like take like a month or so where you're applying just to jobs in your field. And then after the dust settles from all those jobs, then try and figure out um, like, okay, do I want to take like an hourly wage job here and then you know, you know, or like a service job here and then figure out what I'm going to do and, and just like wait to see if a job opens up here yeah. or am I going to like, I don't know. This is a, one, this is a really bad thing for me to answer because I do not like not enthused with Seattle right now, but, um, two, like it's very easy for me to find jobs in my field. Yeah. And they generally pay the same rate of just above starving. So yeah. Um, <laughs> so I personally, if if my girlfriend could get a job here and live here, but but the uh, I wouldn't probably leave Seattle. But that doesn't look like that's necessarily a good thing, especially given the crap that our country's doing with immigration right now. Um, but that's because I mean I I do have a decent job here. And I have, like, a, Seattle's huge on soccer, so I like that. So it's just, yeah, other other outside influencing factors. So do you have any of those, maybe? Because you need to consider those, which I don't know if he really does. Um, but, I don't know either. 
Because it sounds like he's not necessarily keen on moving back to where his parents are at all. Nope. So. Also, I don't really think that there'd be a lot of jobs, like. Yeah. In, like, maybe in Des Moines, but, uh, like, his family's from Iowa. Oh. So, I don't really think. Yeah, it's, yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I think you have to weigh out what's more important to you, like getting a job in your field with a good wage or getting a job close to where you live, which is like the quarter life crisis, like basically. Yeah. And I think, because pe- I think part of it is people are very, very scared to move. Like they act like it's this huge monumental task. Yeah, it can cost some money to move. I think, though, that the people who are afraid to move are not the people who... The money would be the barrier for them. I think it's, like, social... Like, yes, I do think that there's some people that live in XYZ small town in Iowa because money. Like, they can't legitimately move or afford... You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yep. No, I mean, that makes sense. Or they don't really have enough job history to really, like, get a job at a place where, like, they don't already know the manager. Like... Yep. No, that's fair. Um... And, like, because um, I feel like there's people that come into my work every day that, like, decided to move, like, because they could get, you know, they're homeless and they, they don't have to move a whole lot. So it's like they've got a backpack's worth of stuff. They hop on a train somewhere else because they hear without actually doing a whole lot of research, like, oh, there's going to be more jobs here or rents less here or whatever. Yeah. Um. I would hope they're not using the rents less here to come to Seattle, because there's not a lot of places the rents the here is lower than anymore. Oh, that's <laughs> I think I had someone come from the Bay Area. Well, that's one of the places where rent is higher than here. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I hope that helps on that question. Uh, should we move on? The next question? I would also get to know, before you move, get to know what is the reputation of the area and, like, see if you have friends that live in whatever area and, like, they're like, oh, I have a good time making friends or I don't or whatever. Yeah. <sighs> we we knew some people out here before we moved and it's... Because I have a th- feeling that this person likes the, like, college town that they went to that's near Seattle and not... And would not like Seattle. I don't know. But I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, are we done with that one now, finally? Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't know what that was outside, but... um, <laughs> Next question, then. Are we living in a computer simulation? I mean, there's no way to really know that. <laughs> there, I, I mean, I guess... What, what do you think? Do sites point to maybe? I mean, Elon Musk thinks we are. <laughs> I know Why, that's... How does that man have a billion dollars? I mean, but the like, if you look like it's that's what theoretical physics is, though, essentially, in some of that, because like the multiverse, okay, there's a multi, multi, there's a multitude of universes, which like an unlimited amount, making every possibility a thing, a reality. So there are there is a universe where there it's a computer simulation, like so thereby thereby we could potentially be the one that's a computer simulation. I mean that's that's probably how he got gets to it. I don't I don't know if I personally believe that, but hey, mental health is a crisis in this country. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot. Even a billionaire can't treat his psychosis. What? 
But legitimately, like, that's like the great equalizer here. Like, Elon Musk would get on the phone with Kaiser Permanente and they would be like, okay, our first available appointment's July 11th. And you'd be like, how about I pay a million dollars for my appointment? And uh, Kaiser Permanente would be like, yeah, that's great, but still, our first available appointment's July 11th. Yeah, but, but the part that's not equal is then he calls up a private practitioner. He's like, million dollars, you're my personal psychiatrist. So... That requires, like, enough psychiatrists to be around to, like, have that <laughs> be a thing. I mean, it's possible when you have that much money. You don't have to be from the local area. I'm pretty sure people will move for a million bucks. I would. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Like, I'm sure some psychiatrists in New York make, like, way more than that. Oh. Like, in gross income, like, oh, before you have to pay, like... Before all the, like, because of all Because that would the, be... That's your gross income from Elon Musk, too, yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, but... Yeah, I can see that. They have enough patients that they can make a lot. As I was gonna say, some people Especially don't take insurance. Especially in, like, insurance. New York City. <laughs> there's a, I was going to say, in Seattle, there's a, there was a place that I interviewed with that didn't take... Like, it was only cash payments. What? They didn't take insurance. They didn't take... That's and weird. I was like, I have, I was like, um, if you look at my resume, you will see that I have no interest in working with bougie people. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Generally, when they don't accept insurance, it's because they're giving subpar service. Ah. Like, or they're doing things that uh, aren't, like... Aren't kosher, per se. Well, they're just, like, new wage things, or Oof. they're... Yeah. Um, okay, so... I mean, they take rich people's money and give them subpar medical services, so I kind of don't give a fuck. I mean, I guess, so to answer the question, at least for my part, have you watched the film The Matrix? Yes, I've it's, watched The Matrix. It's it's a documentary. Too bad, too bad Does that answer make, your question? Too bad they didn't make <laughs> any sequels to that movie. <laughs> One time I said that to somebody, like, in that tone, like, too bad they didn't make any sequels to that movie. And they're like, you know, there's like three other movies. And I was like, yeah, there's two live action movies. And then there's an N is, is it considered animatrix? An, yeah, I think it's considered an anime. Um, I, I mean, I didn't like some of the stuff in the follow ups, like how, how like Neo and he's asking how he can use the power outside of the matrix. And this basically his answer is because you're the one. And it's like. That's not an answer. So That's basically, not how you explain that. They wrote the other two <laughs> movies like as a Reddit AMA. I don't know. I, I don't know. It, the first movie was like that ending. Like they didn't need sequels. Like it was like cool, boom. Done. Yeah, I felt like it wrapped up nicely. It was really well done, and I guess I don't know. It's also a coming out story as well, sort of. So. Okay, so here's the warning for Infinity War spoilers. Um, I'll just, like, scream when we're done so you'll see when it's done or something like that. Or Ellen will add in a time thingy saying, like, skip such and such minutes. Okay, so there's your warning. Um, can we talk about how people were so sad about Thanos, like, murdering half of the Earth or something like that? Or half of the Avengers? Half of the fucking universe. Okay, so half, half of, of the... all peoples in existence. Okay, Rock. but that's, like, a legitimate <laughs> political theory that people have right now. Yeah, I know. It's awful theory. Yeah, I know. And <laughs> generally people get, like, 
real ableist real quick. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, if you looked at the comments on the head tax today, this is not even that much of an Avenger spoiler, but if you look at the comments, like, that people were having on the news coverage of the head tax, people were like, oh, just let them starve to death. Like, we got too many people, so, like, this is what we gotta do. One, we don't have too many people. We haven't reached that point yet. Two, we have enough resources to technically take care of everyone. And so really, if three, that's going to be our... fuck off. If that's going to be our <laughs> thing, it's like, how about we make Amazon, like, have a plant in Kentucky or whatever, where people are losing jobs, um, like, to industry moving other places. Yeah. And then... And also, don't tell me that's not a convenience for shipping, because Davenport and Des Moines exist as cities basically because they're convenient stops for trains between Chicago and Omaha. So and, like, and they're also intersections of major roadways. Yeah, so <laughs> shut the hell up. But they're intersections of major roadways because they were good train stops between Chicago and yeah. and uh, Omaha. So. Yeah. so um, and honestly, Omaha might just be like a convenient stop between Chicago and like Salt Lake or something. I don't know what's next west. Uh, is that halfway? Yeah, it would be probably about halfway between... Chicago and Salt Lake, I would assume. Yeah, so. And those are the real cities. Yeah. <laughs> well, Omaha's more of a city than, say, Des Moines is, but. Yes, it gets bigger still, as you're going west, but. It's still not quite a big city, though. Because, like, Davenport has to have, like, four cities smushed together yeah, to, to equal Des Moines, and then there's Des Moines, and then there's. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's telling in Iowa when on football weekends, when both uh, Iowa State and Iowa are playing at home, like that 80s, the stadiums, like... the, that the both stadiums become something like the fifth and the sixth largest cities in Iowa. Yeah. On on their own. <laughs> so yeah, because I think both stadiums hold fifty thousand plus people. So <laughs> that's not that many people, but <laughs> like the, the fucking Seattle Metro, not Seattle proper. Seattle proper doesn't have quite that many people, but Seattle Metro area in total has more people than the state of Iowa. That's nice. <laughs> so, all right. Should we move on to the next question? Sure. Uh, this question isn't for us. Oh, hey guys. Avenger spoiler over. Oh yeah. Boop! <laughs> that was loud. That was way loud. Oh, well. <laughs> Um, I guess we kind of gave a little bit of one, but yeah. Anyways, so the next question, like I said. I said the very ending of the movie. That is legitimately like the spoiler. Oh, I guess, yeah. Yeah. I guess that's true. (laughs) But I mean, if you haven't seen it yet, what rock are you living under? Which I, when I got to that part, I was like, I've already seen the end scene. Is this just people, sorry, there's, is there people just doing this for five more minutes? Oh, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I've already oh. seen the end credit scene because I looked it up yeah. when I wasn't able to see the movie, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it's like Captain Marvel's phone ringing." Okay, and then oh, spoiler, hint, alert, whatever. I don't care. It's online. You've had enough time. Deal with it. Captain Marvel's phone ringing. That's not really a spoiler. Yeah, well, people knew Captain Marvel was coming out. Yeah. Isn't that the next movie? Yeah, this is the next one. Oh no, not technically. Uh, Ant Man and Wasp is the next one, I do believe. Which is happen? It that is going on the same time as the. Okay, I don't know if I'm going crazy, but like it felt like 
they took stuff from like other movies to like reference like like I don't know it felt like like that scene where Spider-Man is like flying towards the spaceship like that I had seen in another movie or something and then mm. maybe it was just like from the previews or something Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I mean, they reference other movies cuz well, this is one universe obviously. No, but, but like <laughs> I thought that, like, like the one where all the Wakanda people are, like, going to fight. No, that was... That looks, like, legitimately, like, that had already happened in the... No, it's a different battle. Oh. Okay. Like, Wakanda's fighting itself in Black Panther. Oh. But they're not fighting themselves in... Okay, 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 uh, okay, okay, in okay, okay. Infinity War. Anyways, to the next question, which I think this is the third time now. This question really isn't for us. Um... This is actually a question for Lady and the Cat. Tiki. The cat's name is Tiki. Hey, the cat's name is Tiki. How many times do I have to say this? The cat's name is Tiki. Hey, the cat's name is Tiki. What is the nature of Oh my gosh, if we get advertisements, we need to, like, have the coupon code be Tiki. Uh, What is the nature of the relationship between dogs and cats? Um, Well, Tiki hates Lady. Tiki, yeah. Tiki's not fond of Lady? Um... And sometimes she'll crotchety. Sometimes she'll go out of her way to like just straight up hiss at the dog. Like she'll walk up to the dog, sniff the dog, and then just hiss at it, at mm-hmm. her. Like be like, "You're the one that went up to the dog, you dipshit! What the fuck?" And she'll smack her on the face. She, she, yeah, if the dog is super excited, she'll like slap the dog. Be like, "No, <laughs> no happiness here." I do believe we have video of that somewhere. We have lots of videos of that. <laughs> um. But I guess what is the nature of the relationship between dogs and cats? It's dependent on the dog and the cat. Because each yeah, animal has their own stop being personality. Breedist. No, species. Speciest. There you go. <laughs> Breedist is like pit bulls or bad. Hey, puppy. But, um. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this lady at the gas station said my dog was a shit. I was like, and lady's like standing there with a big smile on her face. And she's like, that dog looks vicious. And I was like, do you know the meaning of vicious? I don't think I don't think there's a vicious bone in Lady. She's like, yeah, she's like the most such annoying a sweet thing little is dog. like when I had to go pick up my prescription. Like she was just like trying to get pets from everybody. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, that I guess the the nature of the relationship between dogs and cats is a nuanced one, just like it is between a human and another human. Or human and a dog, or human and a cat, or human and uh, that tree over there. But, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're looking for there. Okay, next question. Um, is BoJack Horseman a good show or a great show? Mm. Both are wrong. It's the best show. No, I, I don't know I if that's know, true, I but... I don't know if it's the best show. It's definitely, like, up there. It's a pretty... I I enjoy watching it. I don't know if I want to claim it's a great show because I do believe there are some problematic parts to it. Yeah. But I mean, I still enjoy it, and I can acknowledge that acknowledge the parts that can be problematic, but also acknowledge the parts that are good and things like Todd being asexual and representing that pretty oh my God, pretty you're decently. Like Todd. Um, so there's that, but. I, I, I think some... Well, I mean, I, I don't think they actually glorify drug use. I think they show how awful it actually is pretty pretty well there, usually. Yeah. <laughs> um, they kind of show how being a child actor type of situation... Actually, that's like a pretty damn good portrayal of, how like, awful. addiction. Yeah. 
Well, and the, the relationship of, like, child actors and, like, people that are, like, forced into fame and stuff. How that can affect them, too. And intergenerational trauma. Yeah. This is a really good uh, uh, depiction of intergenerational trauma. Actually, I think BoJack Horseman might just be a really good show that kind of displays how some of this shit works in real life as to glorifying it or playing it up or what have you, like, happens in the movies. Yeah. Because, like, <laughs> the mom... Wait, okay, I'm trying to... Okay, so BoJack's grandma has a son die, and then she's grieving about it, and she gets a front little... Also, BoJack Horseman spoilers, I guess. I, I don't think we have to worry about those. Whatever. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty confident that everybody that listens to this podcast has both seen the Infinity Wars and the latest season. Actually, I think this is the second to latest season of BoJack Horseman. Um, but, like... So then she gets a lobotomy um, instead of like you know dealing, dealing with, it. with it. Well, I mean because the but because she's pressured by her husband to get a lobotomy or whatever rather than like have emotions. And um, I don't believe the I've seen is, this one. <laughs> this is like the fourth season, I think. Is like yeah, I don't think I've seen this. The mom. Yes. So then the grandma's shitty to the mom, and the mom's shitty to Bojack, and then Bojack. It's just kind of shitty. <laughs> well, no, but like the it, like the whole season is like how that like matriculated out. Like yeah, how the intergenerational <laughs> and that's legitimately like how intergenerational trauma happens. It's like there's some sort of thing that destroys yeah like like you generally it's like colonialism or racism or whatever like affects this person and then they are not a good parent for the next generation and then some of that's perpetuated by the environment obviously but also some of that actually becomes genetic then too yeah, it's epigenetic. Yeah, really. yeah. Because they found interventions that changed the genes back too. Well, it, it it's it changed the expression and and stuff. It doesn't necessarily change the gene itself. Right, but what like whatever changed yeah. one way because of the trauma, they have found interventions that yeah, change yeah. it back. Well, I mean, uh, I would the the paper I just uh, did for Journal Club for our lab group this uh, last week on Thursday. Uh, talked about as you so they took and they did a study of uh chromatin so like methylation and stuff like that on the genome because what that does is it can activate or inactivate genes depending on how it methylates different things Mm -hmm. and stuff and uh so they did a study and the older you get the older a population gets the more epigenetic diversity and variation there is and they even did it with twins oh wow and that when they get older because there's a huge impact of environment on epigenetics, mm-hmm. which I'm assuming, so if the environment causes one thing, they can figure out a way or a treatment that can help pull the epigenetics back mm-hmm. to counter. Because, I mean, it makes sense. You just start, you methylate, you cause something that causes your body to methylate it differently. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, next question. Yep, it's the last question of these that we have here. So we're just going to, like... Answer all the questions by not answering the questions and going on a rant about something else. Okay, cool. Isn't this isn't that what an advice podcast does? 
Yeah, I mean, that's what Mamimbam does. I don't know if that's what every advice podcast does. Yeah, but we're, we we list ourselves as entertainment and, like, that we're funny and explicit. Hey, we're not licensed counselors. So, I don't feel like... Oh, speaking of not being licensed counselors, I'm going to do a mental health history podcast that I haven't titled yet, but I'm recording tomorrow, so... Cool. I'll find out what <laughs> the name of my podcast is tomorrow, I guess. Um. Anyways... So, yeah, let's move on to the final question then, I guess. Um, it's the final question. How do you... <laughs> okay, I think we're done with that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, how do you do phone interviews? What are you supposed to do with your hands? Okay, are we talking like a phone phone interview or like you're talking... Because if you're talking about, like, a video phone interview, then you find something cool in your house. and sit Or in just front a blank of wall, wall. Or a blank wall. And sit in front of that. And make sure you look good, just like a normal interview. Yep. Um, if you're but, talking phone, I mean, it doesn't matter. You're talking to the person. And... Do not masturbate on a phone interview, though. <laughs> has this happened? <laughs> no, I have not done that. No, but has this happened? I... What? anyone i've never done a phone interview i've never been the interviewer on a phone interview. <laughs> okay i'm just saying so i don't know if that's he said, ver- what do i do with my hands well yeah yeah but <laughs> so um at least for myself typically when i'm I talking <laughs> typically i don't masturbate i don't masturbate for one <laughs> two whether it's on the phone it's a video call it's in person it's in front of inter- an international group of people at an international conference do you have an I tend, in there? I tend to gesticulate some with my hands, and I don't limit that when I'm talking on the phone or on video because if I do that, I'm changing my, I'm changing up how I am, and it might actually actually make me more nervous, or it might cause me to not uh, like answer as well as I possibly could because I'm restricting myself in a way. So I, I just just gesticulate like. I normally yeah, would. Just live your best life. Like, do what you normally do would in an interview with them. If you fold them in your lap, fold them in your lap. If you gesticulate wildly, okay, cool. Maybe try to calm down the gesticulation a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I usually put them on speakerphone so that I can do that, but... Yeah. It's just me. Well, let's say if I'm on an actual phone call and I have the phone with one hand, I'm gesticulating with the other one. And sometimes I switch mid-call and stuff, too. But, I, um, yeah, so do whatever you normally do with them in a normal interview. Oh, uh, Takunalum, kind of word of advice? Uh, Tiki's got something, um, I guess. What do you got, Katie? Oh, now you're going to be silent? Okay. Um, I don't know. I have a headache. Let me see. A lot. Ow. Take care of yourself. Drink water. Yeah, take care of yourself. That's good. Kunalum word of advice: Take care of yourself, and that that I don't think Wear people sunscreen. do. I don't think people do that enough. Let's take care of themselves. Yeah. Sometimes. Take care of yourself. Wear sunscreen. Make sure. I mean, you want to live your best life, but you got to make sure you're able to live your best life. So you need to take care of yourself. Don't chew on plastic. Yeah, remember, kids, don't do that thing. <laughs>